This episode of the War Chan Kingdom is brought to you by Branson, Missouri's newest vendors mall, Peddler Peach Trading Post. As proud sponsors of the War Chan Kingdom and the Kansas City Chiefs, they welcome you to stop by and check out their new inventory of Chiefs merchandise, including signed memorabilia. With over 40 booths to explore, Peddler Peach uses vendors that provide antiques, jewelry, crafts, home decor, collectibles, and much, much more. With a winning attitude just like the War Chant Kingdom and the Chiefs, they are eager to assist you in all your needs. Stop by Peddler Peach Trading Post located at 121st South Commercial Street in Branson, Missouri, or call 417-527-4488. That's Peddler Peach Trading Post, 121st South Commercial Street, in Branson, Missouri, or you can call 417-527-4488. Welcome back to the War Chant Kingdom. Another week in the books. What a game it was this last week. 41-31 to 31 victory over to the Tampa Bay Bucks this week. Looking back at the predictions, the closest to that score was Kevin, who was with us this week. Congratulations, Kevin. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, quite a game. And I'll tell you, fellas, um, I think we kind of talked about this a little bit. I, a lot of us thought it was going to be a little bit lower scoring game. But the Chiefs looked about as good as I think I've seen them look in a long time in every facet of the game. Um, Mahomes was on fire and you could tell that this was something that was important to him. Uh, it evened up uh, the matchup between him and Tom Brady at three and three. And one of the, the biggest things that went on that kind of, I think got washed over and sometimes does because of how good that Mahomes is, is Travis Kelsey passed Rob Gronkowski in that game for the most receiving yards by a tight end. And so, with that, uh, how do you guys feel about how the game went? And let me know kind of what you think stood out to you personally. Well, I'll get to Ronnie DeChef, and I'll get Shaq Barrett. He's already talking back on his little post about the offensive lines with the fans from the Super Bowl because I just think that our offensive lines can't obey the butt whooping of the year. <laughs> 189 yards rushing. Yes, we did. We did steamroll them. We did a great job. Way to go, Chiefs. Okay. This is, uh, Kevin, I think, uh, well, like I said, you know, when we, when we made the prediction, it was going to be a statement game for us. And I think that, uh, I think the statement was made that we are here. You know, the I think the guys that were talking and all that, you know, we're not going to be nothing without Tyreek. I think that's been pretty well put to bed so you know i think uh i think that we're a legit team and put everybody on notice oh defense yeah this dumb nick Rosanna. defense they're good mahomes is like a magic person right in my case awesome. okay this rang so what, what stood out more for me is that uh the Chiefs really didn't lack focus in this game as for the prior game. They lost they were lackluster. So didn't really seem to care to even show up in that game against the Colts. But they were focused from point A to point B in this game. And anytime Tampa Bay would come back 
Chiefs would score again. So the only thing is that it, it, what stood out for me more than anything else, the Chiefs played focus from start to the end. And I think one of the things we saw too, guys, and I know you'll you'll get a chuckle out of this, is the fact that this week we actually had a kicker who made his kicks. Uh, you know, it, he came in, he did a great job, uh, good job on the kickoffs. And I will uh, reiterate too what you guys have all kind of said, which is, I think the Chiefs were looking past the Colts into this game because it was a you know a high profile game. You had Tom Brady, you know, a seven time Super Bowl champion. And I think they, as Kevin said, they wanted to make a statement and put the rest of the, the world on notice that, you know, the Chiefs were for real. And as you guys said, you know, Tyreek Hill not being here really doesn't make a difference in this offense. Um, 41 points this time around, 44 points at the very beginning of the year. I mean, they're scoring, you know, a lot of points. And the only time we didn't do that, it was against the Colts. And if you look back at that game, there's a lot of bad situations, some some foolish uh, decisions uh, from the coaching staff. The players did not play well. I don't think they were focused. Uh, I think it was even mentioned, and one of uh, the players was talking about it and said that, you know, that they needed to focus more. So, you know, it's it's pretty obvious that when they focus, they are one of the best teams in the NFL. But well, and let's hope that, that we don't follow into any more of those trap games. I think myself, uh, looking forward, it was kind of funny to watch uh, the Raiders last week and, and the Denver game. I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but you, you really realize just how lucky we are in Kansas City watching those two teams. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have a uh... – Well, we were rooting for the Raiders, of course. <laughs> Well, and they and, and they did their job. Yep, yep. So, I think, guys, I, I don't know if the rest of you felt this way, but and I think I mentioned on the podcast before, I expected after four weeks I thought we'd be around three and one. I didn't really think we'd lose to the Colts. I thought maybe if we lost, I figured it'd be to the Bucks. So, ended up, to for me anyway, right where I thought we'd be at this time of the year. Um, did you guys – you know, see that coming? Did you expect this to be 4-0? What do you guys think you, you thought we should have been at this point when you were looking at the beginning of the year? Well, this is Ronnie the chef, and I said we're going to be 3-1 because I knew Indianapolis was a trap game because Andy always loses to the Colts. In his history to Philadelphia and the Chiefs, he doesn't have a very good record for the Colts. So I just think that we're going to start the show pretty soon, but Monday night, Arrowhead Rocket, and you're going to be there with how many people, Johnson? I got six people coming in my party to join. 79,000 people. Yes. But <laughs> six in my party to join the 79,000. But yes, you are correct. 79. If we really yeah. squeeze, I think, didn't it used to seat like 82,000? Not that that really matters. I mean, it's still going to be loud. People are going to be crazy. I mean, that... I, really, I really think they need to bring the decibel meters back because I think it might get above 20, 144.2. So Especially this week. Especially this week. Okay, go ahead, Donald. No, no. So what do you guys think about, you know, the, the Raiders and the Chiefs' recent histories really played some pretty pivotal things. Think about this for just a second. They beat us, what, a couple years ago and decided to do a lap around the stadium or two. 
and then they come out and they're jumping up and down in the middle of of the field. Uh, do you think they're going to throw any of those type of antics out this time, or you think they're going to probably stay a, a little less uh, gutsy? I should say. This is Kevin. I I I I hope that they do, just because that's fuel for the fire. I don't think that they're they're going to do anything like that. They they really shouldn't, because if not, we will probably have to put a heck of a spanking on them. But uh, I don't think that they will. I. I wish that they would just you know to get that get that home home field uh, rage going, so they come out here and just throttle them all night. But I don't think it'll really happen. Uh, this is Dominic Trevena, the drunk. Uh, I think Mahomes. I just love Mahomes. He he is he is just great to watch and how he throws the ball. Uh, just if, if we can keep on focusing on the field in the other team and get the touchdowns that we need, we'll be all right. And I miss Randy, so we're just going to focus on the Mahomes area. Okay, so when we drafted Mahomes, so basically his career didn't start to 2018, and I think Mahomes has lost to the Raiders one time. And then uh, basically, if you go by last year when the three spanked the two spanked them 44-24 and like 41-17 for the two games that they played last year, I really don't think the Chiefs really going to need any extra motivation because if you listen to any of the pregame after last week, that they were already focused ahead on the Raiders, and I bet they put some stuff in for the Raiders after that long, you know. They have in some sort of the night game. They had you know a little extra practice here and there. So I don't think they're going to be any more incentive. But you have to remember, since Mahomes, he's basically except for the AFC Championship game in 2018, which we should have went to the Super Bowl. He's owned the coach of the Raiders that used to be with New England. So we'll see how that goes. And yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. I think, uh, you know, obviously he's a lot younger. There's, there's some prolificacy with his offense. I think he's really doing some nice things. The problem that he's going to have is I don't know that his defense can slow the chiefs down, especially when they are focused, like you mentioned. So as we go through this, since, since Dominic is the, is first time here, let's go through our predictions. Dominic, I'll give you the first opportunity to predict the score of the game for Monday night. Okay. I'll say 37 to 12. 37 to 12? Yeah. Okay. Why? No, 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 so they should be focused this time. Okay. And if not, there's something going on. Okay. All right. Ke Kevin, go ahead. You're, you're next. Since you were the closest one to the score last week, we'll give you the first opportunity uh, of the regulars. All right. I'm going to go with 41-21. Uh, and I think just because it's a divisional game, uh, that's another statement. It's prime time. 
you know, the lights shine brighter on Monday night than they do the rest of the week. Uh, it's a home game. They haven't been at home for a couple weeks. Uh, I think the, I think all all the ingredients are there for a grade A beat down. It's Raiders week. So I, I think we're just going to throttle them. I, I think the, the offense is too much. And the defense, if they can play like they just did against the Bucks, we'll be able to hold them down. But I don't know if we'll be able to hold them out. Okay. Randy, you were the next closest, so you go next. That's okay. Let Ronnie go first. All right, Ronnie. Randy says you can go first. Okay. I'll tell you what. Uh, our defense have found a passion, right? And they're trying to hold people stopping the run. So I'm going to say 48-24. And the only reason why I'm saying 24 is because just like Tampa Bay did, they only ran three running plays or six running plays that game. The rest was 52 passes by Tom Brady. The Chiefs are going to be so far ahead that the Raiders aren't going to run. They're just going to pass. And guess what happens when Derek Carr passes? Turnovers. Junkyards, too. Yeah, junkyards. There you go. 48 flight force. Okay, got you. Randy, what do you got? Okay, so because I – Actually, do some research, unlike Dominic. I've watched. Okay, so when we played the Colts, all the uh, sports bettors were picking the Colts straight up. And now I'm a little nervous this week because all the sports bettors are picking the Chiefs to blow them out, even though the Chiefs are supposed to be giving up seven against the spread. And it we're at home. I, I believe wholly in my heart that the Chiefs are going to be concentrate on running the football against the Raiders. And the fact that uh, I know the Chiefs ain't got Kyrie Kill, but they do, the Raiders do have Devontae Adams, the number one wide receiver in all of football, along with Darren Waller and Henry Renfro. So, you know, they're going to make a concerted effort, but, you know, they'll Raider like they're Raider every time. And, uh, as long as we don't let their defensive line step up and play really good for the first time this year, I, I think we're. It's, I think you know, I'm. I'm just going to go out there because everybody else is setting the bar so high. I could literally go. I think we're going to hit over fifty, so I'm going to go fifty-two to thirty-eight. Okay, so fifty-two to thirty-eight. That's that's a pretty high score, and it's not that they can't hit it because obviously they they can. Uh, so. Like you, Randy, I've done some research. I've taken a look at the Raiders, who they've played, uh, the average of their score, and and I think myself, uh, if you're taking a look at the scores and the averages of those scores, I think we're going to be looking at about a 38-23 to 23 game. I think, uh, as we talked about last week and what I said with Tampa Bay, is I think this is going to be kind of a blowout, but it's going to look closer than what it is because I think they're going to get some points towards the end of the game, probably when the Chiefs maybe even pull some starters out. That's how confident I am and and how good that we can play and what I've seen out of the defense for the Raiders so far this year. The one thing I want to, to point out, this is a, a prediction from me, is that Watson will be on Devontae Adams, and I don't think he'll shut him down but I think you're going to see quite a matchup there, and we're going to find out just how good that, that young cornerback is. He's played really well in his first several games, and I'm expecting him to have a breakout game himself. Okay, hey, hold 
we got a Dallas Cowboy fan here who wants to give a prediction, Chauncey. Okay, and then what's his name? Will Pineda. Will, okay. I'm thinking 41-31 Kansas City. And why do you say that? I think Patrick Mahomes is on a, yes, on a running roll, and he's out to prove that he's capable of handling that offense without Tyreek Hill. And he's motivated, and he's, he's, he's going to do it. You said 41 to 31, right? 41 to 31, yeah. Okay. It's a little tough to range the put up a fight, but I think Ben City's going to be. I think they're going to do that. You know, and the funny thing about the AFC West is, is it, it, it's always seems like the games are a lot more close than sometimes what they are, and I think it's because of the rivalry, and some of the things they've they've pulled off on us you know the the separation between the teams is something else and if the raiders end up losing this game they're in some serious trouble um you know so the the raiders have actually won what two games this year one one game they're one and three right now yeah and the broncos are two and two and the chargers are two and two Right. And so whoever decided, and I don't remember if somebody did in in our uh, predictions or not, whoever decided they thought the Raiders might be second, they're not looking real sharp, especially if the Chiefs come out and beat them this week. Um, I think a lot of us and most of us kind of was around the Broncos and the Chargers as that number two team. And I really think just, and I think you guys even agree with me too, and you can say if you don't, is, you got the Chiefs, and there's quite a drop-off before you get to whichever team becomes number two. I think myself, the Chargers, again, are, are one of the most talented teams in the NFL, but that doesn't always you know, end up putting itself on the field. I think the Broncos have got fortunate. They should have lost the two games that they won. They did not play that well, and the other teams have had opportunities to win. They just didn't pull the trigger. So if the Chiefs would have went in and took care of business against the Colts instead of looking past them, we'd be looking at, you know, a two-game lead. And with a win against the Raiders, we would end up with two victories in the AFC West in our own division instead of now. I mean, we're only one one game difference, but it puts a difference between those two depending on who they play and whether or not they can come out with a victory. So keys to the game this week. Why don't each one of you give me a key that you think is going to make uh, quite a bit of difference in this game coming up. Okay, this is the chef, Tony. Our defense. It's got to be our defense. Okay. Our front line is doing a great job right now, and Spagnola has them going. So as long as you can get pressure, you're going to make Derek Carr make some mistakes. And if we can hold their run game like we did the Tampa Bay's run game, it's over for the Raiders this week. That's all I got to say about that. What about you, Dominique? Oh. What's the key to the game, Dominique? The key to the game is win. Keeps win. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's all I have to say. That's all, all right. right. That's all right. Yeah, that's what you're going to start. Uh, the whole team. Yeah, so I think my key to the game is going to be uh, our uh, running running game. I think as long as we can control the ball, that's what you get to see. 
give the reps in because we started off kind of slow with our running game this season already, but we've taken off quite a bit here the last couple weeks. Well, last week for sure. But uh, if we can continue to have success with the running game, we can uh, it'll open up everything else, and that won't just benefit us this game, which it will benefit us, but it'll benefit us going down the road because then people will have to respect the run, and it'll open up passing down the road. So I think my key is going to be Clyde and, and the group back there doing putting in a lot of work this weekend. Okay. Randy? Well, mine is – I think the Chiefs are going to be focused. I think they just don't need to take the foot off the gas. Keep the pedal down and go. We're going to score. I have no doubt we're going to score. Chiefs are going to be – stadium's going to be rocking. It's going to be rocking. We're going to score. So, and I think that uh, – I'm, I'm going to go with the crowd. The crowd's going to have an influence on Carr and the Raiders. They're going to Raider it out and make mistakes and all the penalties and – and as long as we don't get bogus pass interference calls on Waller and and Devontae Adams, then I think we'll be all right. So that's my goal. My mine's the crowd. Okay, and I will give you my key, and and it's kind of one that I guess most people probably don't think about, and it's the key that end up costing us the Colts game, and that's special teams. I don't know how close you guys thought we were, but I thought we were really close to breaking a couple of uh, returns off this last week. And Dave Tobe always does really well against the Raiders when his special teams is out there. So I'm thinking we might end up seeing a, a return or, you know, something that it may not be a touchdown, but I think we're going to gain a lot of yards. And once they put us in position, decent position to get going, uh, you, you know, people have seen what our offense can do. I mean, shoot 44 points to in, in week 141 last week. I mean, that's that's a pretty good amount of points to be able to score, especially when you're in a good position and, and not muffing the, you know, the kick at the, the four-yard line or whatever. So, so yeah, that's going to be a key for me as the special team. So, we all got some keys there. So, this game is Monday night. It's a, it's a high-profile game, one of the games that the Chiefs deserve, especially after – you know, hosting the AFC championship game for the number of years that they have. Travis Kelsey just passed Gronk, as we talked about earlier, and he's not that far from some of the the most prolific tight ends in all of the NFL. I think by the time he retires, I think he's going to be number one. And, you know, the thing we, we tend to forget is how fortunate we were to have Tony Gonzalez until he was gone. And I really think that people are kind of starting. It's not that people are forgetting Travis Kelsey. It's just there's so many things that Mahomes does that I think the focus comes off of when he does something like this. We really, really need to enjoy this time because we don't know how much time, you know, either one of those guys can have left. And we're, forever, and, and I'm telling you right now that we went through some lean years. And, and I know because you guys went through it with me, and I'm telling you, that right now is is the best time I've ever had being a Chiefs fan. I, I like the Trent Green era uh, when they were scoring a lot of points, but you know we, you just had to or outscore the other team because your defense couldn't stop anybody. And I feel like this year we've got a defense that they may not stop them every play. And I and I'm sure they're you look at it uh, yardage wise and points wise, we're probably stacking about the middle. 
But when we need a play made, they've made some really big plays. So I've been really impressed with that too. And Chauncey, you got to remember this. This is on Ingeship guy, whatever. But who is broadcasting the game on ESPN this week? Who's the announcer? Uh, that's a good question. I don't pay attention Joy to who. Aikman and Joy Buck. Joy Aikman and Joe Buck. Will be there. But guess what? Last week. And Patrick Mahomes throws four TDs. He gets passed Troy Aikman. His total career passing. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that wild? It might have fun. You know, that is so awesome because last week with with uh, with with Kelsey passing Gronk last week, wouldn't it be something for him to turn around and do that, like you said, at uh, halftime against, you know, Aikman? Remember what Troy Buck said? Last year, that Patrick Mahomes is not a quarterback unless he has more than one Super Bowl ring. Yeah, well, I remember a lot of people saying, and and I remember when Patrick Mahomes started, and people said he wouldn't be successful in this league. So a lot of times, you take that with a grain of salt. But but I am excited for Monday night, fellas. Randy, why don't you tell the listeners if they decided they wanted to come party with us, how do they get to our tailgate? Okay, you can either come in gate six, stay at the right. You'll run right into this big yellow canopy. Uh, you'll see the yellow be a flag, 28 foot tall in the air that says 22 plus two, your new choice for tailgating. And then uh, you'll see the big green dumpster will be right there. Uh, we're going we're gonna to have all kinds of really good food. I guess we're going to do some uh, pork chili, some uh, broccoli and cheddar soup. We're gonna do some broths and some hamburgers, and uh, and uh, I don't think we're gonna marry anybody this week. But you <laughs> never know. Like the last time, <laughs> you never know what happens at a tailgate. So, but uh, yeah, so that's where that we're right between N44 and N45 on the grass. So if you just come in gate six, stay the right, you'll come right to us. And people ask me this all the time when I uh, tell them to come over and hang out with us. If somebody wants to come and, and tailgate with us, what do they need to bring? Themselves. Themselves. That's what I always tell them, and people just feel weird about it and talk funny about it. And I'm like, you know, the guys don't care. They're they're a blast to be a part of and hang out with and everything else. So if you have that opportunity to come out and hang out with us, we would enjoy having you. I know that you guys are getting in early. Um, you usually have the same spot every game. And <laughs> Some of the rest of us will be there a little bit later that afternoon, but we'll be there. So if you want to come. cannot leave at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. No, I will not leave at 3 o'clock. I will be in Kansas City and hopefully pulling in at 3 o'clock. That's what my goal is. Well, I assume they're going to open the gates at 1.30 like they did last time. It was supposed to be 2.30. Yeah, I, I think we're pulling out of here at 9.30. I know they, they like to say that they open up at a certain time, but you know if they start blocking traffic, they, they're they going to have to do something. That is correct. So, that and it is exciting. I mean, I know it's the Raiders. I know we kind of uh, look at the Raiders. They do have some good ball players. I mean, as you guys mentioned before, they've got Darren Waller. They've got, you know, Devontae Adams now there. Um I am eager to see how our defense responds to them guys, because I've been excited to watch our team, especially the defense this year. What is the key on defense? Who is the matchup that you guys want to see? 
I want to see Nick Bolton running around with Darren Waller. I think that's a we have a young, speedy linebacker that can that can tackle. I don't think he's going to get uh, caught up in the the grand scheme of the crossing and all that. I think he's a. Uh, I mean, he'd be. I think that would be a good matchup. I don't know if we'll get it, but I think that'd be a heck of a matchup. Is Waller? He's got he's got skills. He he's he's no no slouch, but I think Nick Bolton is the answer for that. Or they may go with uh, Brian Cook, our uh, our safety hybrid linebacker. They've been playing a lot down there when they go into the the dime and the nickel package. They take out uh, Darius Harris because the Willie Gay's not in, and they've been putting Brian Cook in, which is number six. And they they've been bringing him down and playing in on the tight end. So that that's going to be pretty impressive. Yeah, the, my only fear is that uh, you know as long as Jacob, I think they're Josh Jacobs, their running back. You know, we've had a problem stopping him in the past, but I don't think we're going to, that's going to matter this year. But, you know, we just tighten up. You know, this one this year and last is our defense has been starting out hot. And unlike years in the past when they started out slow and got better as the year went, went on. So I just, you know, we're not even at full strength yet. The young guys out there, man. They're fast. Yeah, I, I think I think is going to have a, a breakout game this week. Well, he needs to. I mean, we got we got some uh, good stuff be, with Juju. It's about time for uh, well, Valkins. Juju's done great for us with the short yards and stuff. But man, somebody's going to break. But one of these guys, one of the three, even Luke Hardman could is going to break loose for a forty-yard bomb. Well, yeah. But McCall Hardman has a heel injury. He's been fighting off and. Marquez Valdez Scanling has a uh, has some sort of rib injury that he's been fighting with. Could be Clyde. Could be time for Clyde. Our Pikachu was Richard Cordero. <laughs> well, I, I am eager, guys, to see that matchup on whoever they decide to try to 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 stop Chris Jones. Uh, I think. I I think Chris, Chris Jones is going to be a key, and I don't know how the Raiders stop him. I really don't. I I think he's a force to be reckoned with, and I think he's got to do game. So we'll hey, see. Come yes or no? Uh, yeah. yes. I'll say yes. I'm saying yes. I'm going to take one of I'm going to take Dominic's words. As long as the Chiefs win. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. All right, fellas. Well, that'll do it for this week. Uh, thanks, everybody, for coming on and hanging out with me. I appreciate you guys coming on each week. We'll get back together next week. We'll find out who is the closest to the predictions, and we'll be back with the Chiefs victory. So here we go. Uh, thank you, Tony. Go, Chiefs. Go, Chiefs. See you later.